did she do? Wamanjika, hello, I am Samsara and you are listening to What Did She Do? Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on Boon lands and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. What Did She Do? is a weekly podcast which features reviews written by myself and keeps you up to date with live theatre and events in Melbourne. It drops every Sunday. Defoe's Plague is playing at La Mama this week. A gentleman of great experience and ever the salesman and propagandist is here to sell his recently published work. The last show is today, bookings via lamama.com.au. Currently playing at the Malt House is The Hour of the Wolf. Let me tell you a story about Hope Hill, a town that time forgot. Or perhaps a town that time remembered too well. A town that time took hold of and wouldn't let go. Where one night, each year, the townspeople must reckon with their debt to the past. I lived there once. It took everything from me. But I can't help going back. Once a year, every year. The cursed night approaches, or so the story goes. The Hour of the Wolf runs through to the 3rd of December and bookings can be made via malthousetheatre.com.au. Mamma Mia! The Musical is playing at the Princess Theatre. A celebration of love, laughter and friendship, Mamma Mia! The Musical is a fabulous night for all ages. Tickets are via marinagroup.com.au. must close next month. Book at Ticketek today. Mass Bloom Explorations is on at Dance House from the 16th to the 18th of November 2023. A tiny co-species farm devours a plastic landscape. Entry by donation. For more information, head to dancehouse.com.au. How Do I Let You Die opens at Arts House on the 22nd of November. How Do I Let You Die assembles an extraordinary team of Asian-Australian artists to weave together phone calls, Asian ghost tropes, Hmong horror stories and the simple potency of an adult child coming to terms with a parent's eventual death. How Do I Let You Die runs through to the 26th of November and tickets can be booked via artshouse.com.au. I can't believe I'm saying this already, but Santa Claus is coming to town from November 24 to December 24. Christmas Under the Big Top is coming to Burnley Oval in Richmond. There is free entry for kids under two, although booking fees apply. Tickets can be purchased at ticketmaster.com.au or call 0474-220-050. The Long Pigs opens at TheatreWorks on the 29th of November and runs through to the 10th of December. Set in a rickety abattoir shack, the pigs are working hard on their latest obsession to rid the world of every last red-nosed clown. Tickets are via theatreworks.org.au. Insert Self is being presented at Chunky Move on the 1st and 2nd of December. This isn't just dance, it's a journey to the crossroads of hip-hop and contemporary dance. Bookings via trybooking.com. The Wacky Wombat takes over St Kilda Botanical Gardens from the 9th to the 23rd of December. This hilarious 60-minute pay-what-you-can show follows the Wacky Wombat on a whimsical adventure across Australia, meeting some larger-than-life characters and learning all about environmental conservation on the way. Tickets via trybooking.com. 
It's going to be a mighty wild Christmas at Mimo Music Hall on the 16th of December. It will be an unforgettable night of family harmony and rocking rhythms when Wilbur Wilde's clan join forces to celebrate Christmas. Tickets via Humanitics. The Rocky Horror is back in Australia from the 12th of January and takes residence at the Athenaeum from the 9th of February with Jason Donovan as Frankenfurter. It's astounding! Horror Show tells the story of Brad and his fiancée Janet, two squeaky clean college kids who meet Dr. Frankenfurter, an extraterrestrial mad scientist from the galaxy of Transylvania where people really like to party. Tickets are on sale now at rockyhorror.com.au. The fun-loving criminals are kicking off their Australian tour in February and will be in Melbourne at the Northcote Theatre on the 22nd of December. The Fun Loving Criminals are an iconic multi-genre band known for their electric fusion of rock, hip-hop and jazz. Tickets via theprestigeevents.com.au On the 15th of January, the Melbourne Theatre Company presents Seventeen, a wild and wise version of adolescence where youth and maturity intermingle in every moment. The season runs through to the 17th of February and tickets can be purchased through mtc.com.au. Victoria Opera brings Candida to the Palais from the 8th to the 10th of February. Voltaire's satirical tale of mindless optimism springs to life through a brilliant score from famed West Side Story composer Leonard Bernstein. Tickets can be booked at victorianopera.com.au. Rejoiceify Melbourne. Wicked is back. We're gonna make you pop, you <gasps> When I see depressing creatures with unprepossessing features, I remind them on their own behalf to think of celebrated heads of state or especially great communicators. Did they have brains or knowledge? Don't make me laugh. They were popular. It's all about popular. It's not about aptitude. It's the way you're viewed. So it's very true to be very, very popular. Like me. Long before Dorothy dropped in, two other young women meet in the Land of Oz. Performances at the Regent Theatre commence from the 6th of March 2024. Bookings via ticketech.com.au or phone 1300 111 011. 
2024 brings Irish dance sensation Airborne back to Australia. The wait is finally over for all the fans who have anticipated seeing this incredible show. The tour kicks off on April 18 and will do 22 shows across Australia. Tickets are on sale at melonevents.com. And finally, Sunset Boulevard is coming in 2024 and stars international superstar Sarah Brightman. This will be a brand new lavish production of the Tony Award winning musical. You can jump on the waitlist at sunsetmusical.com.au. My feature review this week is Sally Carrot is a Fraud, presented at the Butterfly Club. Presented as part of the Monologue Festival at the Butterfly Club this week, you could easily mistake Sally Carrot is a Fraud as just a comedy routine. It is much more than that, though, and your heart will ache as you learn the journey Sally has taken to get to this moment in her life. Sally Carrot, played by Kaz Dawes, is a young actor who has turned up to audition for what sounds like a one-line role in some TV series. Along with at least 346 other hopefuls, she sits in a room waiting for her number to be called. At the start of the monologue, they are only up to the high 200s, so she will evidently be there for quite a while. To fill in the time, she starts chatting to the people around her and we learn about her childhood friend Tabitha and the clique she so desperately wanted to be a part of. Sally also tells us about her friend Julia Roberts, yes, the celebrity. Suffice to say, friendships are not easy for Sally, people can be cruel and an active imagination can help or hinder. Sally also has a lot of genuinely helpful acting tips along the way, including don't be the person you think they want, be the person you are. Sally's life might be different if she followed that advice herself. The show kicks off with a really funny offstage setup as Sally finds her way into, out of, and back into the room and finds her seat. Dawes has a wonderfully mobile face for comedy and uses it to maximum potential all through the show. It is actually a bit of a shame the monologue takes a darker turn and never comes back because the setup and the actor are perfect for a laugh a minute hour of comedy. James Burgess is a young film and TV director, so he evidently knows the casting call process well. You can always tell when a writer writes what they know. What I don't understand is why he has written this role for a woman rather than a man, because this is where he falls in a hole, both in the writing and the directing. For the entire show, the text is performed, but the subtext is ignored. Some of this flaw lies with doors, but as the director, Burgess should have seen this and drawn out the undercurrents. I think because he wrote the character as a woman rather than a man, he doesn't truly understand the complexities of the relationships he has created, which means he can't see the missing pieces. We hear the stories about Tabitha, but we never find out how Sally truly feels. We hear about the Avalon Airport incident, but we never see how much damage was caused. We hear about Julia Roberts, but we never get clarity on where any of this sits in Sally's mind and what this means for her here and now. The biggest problem, though, is that the stakes of this audition are unclear and there is no emotional payoff at the end for the audience. 
Because we don't understand the deeper subtext, the ending becomes unbelievable, not in a good way. It is not that we don't understand Sally has gone into a reverie, but I have never met a moment of self-revelation which lasts for so long and resists so much prompting. Add to this the visual tedium of an actor pretty much just sitting in a chair for an hour and standing up a couple of times, and you have a rather unsatisfying and surprisingly sad night of theatre. It is dangerous for actors to sit when on stage because it usually ends up with them relaxing their core. As soon as that happens, they relax their grip on the audience. If you're going to sit in a chair for a long time, you really need to find all the ways you can interact with that chair, especially if you are performing comedy. Just doing something dynamic with the chair would have made Sally Carrot as a fraud much more entertaining and would have added some textural depth to the performance. I think Sally Carrot is a fraud is a cute idea and Dawes does a great job with the comic aspects of the material. Unfortunately, the show just doesn't have the depth it needs to work as a drama or the comic direction and writing it needs to succeed as a comedy piece. If Burgess goes back and sees what the piece would look like as a male character, I suspect he may be able to truly find the depth and detail he is looking for. Don't be the writer you think they want you to be. Be the writer you are. And I gave that two and a half stars. If you would like to comment on this review, you can go to whatdidshethink.com and have your say in the comments under the review. You can invite me to review your show through the Contact Me gadget on the left of the page. For the industry news this week, I want to tell you about the Pride Foundation Australia Small Grants. The Small Grants program supports projects proposed by individuals or organisations and or communities who would otherwise be limited by the constraints of other funding programs. The project needs to directly or indirectly assist, involve and benefit LGBTQIA people and promote positive social outcomes and mental health in the community. Pride Foundation Australia welcomes applications that are particularly creative and innovative and those that are put forward by individuals, communities and organisations that have not yet received small grant funding in the previous two years. They regard favourably projects that work as partnerships between individuals and organisations. The Small Grants Program is open all year round with particular cut-off dates throughout the year for assessment purposes. If an application is received after the cut-off date, they will be assessed in the next round. The third round closes at 5pm Australian Daylight Savings Time on Monday the 20th of November 2023. For more information, head to pridefoundation.org.au. And now it's time for something special. Today's feature is Melbourne Theatre Company's production of Seventeen, which opens at Southbank Theatre on the 15th of January 2024. Schools out forever. Six teens assemble at the local park to celebrate the great unknown that is their future. Through wild drinking, wild dancing, regrettable pashas and jaw-dropping confessions, no one will be left unchanged by this night. The twist, an ensemble of legendary theatre veterans, including Pamela Rabe, alongside Fiona Choi, Robert Menzies, and Richard Piper bring a lifetime of experience to characters with their whole lives ahead of them. Set to a soundtrack of infectious bangers and played out on a visually stunning playground, you'll be drawn into the inner lives of these riveting characters 
on the cusp of adulthood. Australian playwright Matthew Whittett offers us a wild and wise vision of adolescence, where youth and maturity intermingle in every moment. Hilarious and moving, Seventeen will remind you that growing up is more than just swings and roundabouts. Hi, I'm Fiona Choi and I'll be playing Lizzie in Seventeen, who is the pesky younger sister of Mike. I'm Richard Piper, I'm playing Mike in Seventeen, and I'm the older brother of Lizzie. Lucky Mike. It is a group of 17-year-olds having just finished their final exam. So it's their very last day of school and uh, they decide to meet in a playground and get drunk and just celebrate. However, it becomes a lot more complex than that. And I think that's the deliciousness of it. Mike, my character, you start off thinking you know exactly what he is. He becomes more as the play reveals the complexities, as great theatre does. By the time it gets to the end of the play, you're going, well, what, how is his life going to pan out? What is so beautiful about this play is that it really portrays and expresses the purity of the emotion, the, the high highs and the low lows and that teenage spirit of not knowing what the future holds, but it's confronting because it's being portrayed by people who physically clearly know what the future holds. We, at our age, feel inside still like the teenager. We just look in the mirror and go, what is going on? <laughs> I think I behave like a 17-year-old a lot of the time. <laughs> I just limp while I'm doing it. <laughs> I think audiences are gonna feel like they're right in there with us on the stage. There's going to be so much energy, there's going to be incredible moving moments, but also just sheer joy. Seventeen will be audio described on the 3rd and 6th of February, and there is a tactile tour on the 3rd as well. Opening captions will be screened on the 10th of February and the Auslan interpreted performance is on the 13th of February. 17 runs through to the 17th of February and tickets are available via mtc.com.au. So to finish, here's a recap of what you can experience in Melbourne this week. Defoe's Plague is playing at La Mama for one more day. Bookings via lamama.com.au. Currently playing at the Malthouse Theatre is The Hour of the Wolf. The Hour of the Wolf runs through to the 3rd of December and bookings can be made via malthousetheatre.com.au. Mamma Mia! The Musical is playing at the Princess Theatre. Tickets via marinagroup.com.au And Mass Bloom Explorations is on at Dance House from the 16th to the 18th of November 2023. Entry by donation. For more information, head to dancehouse.com.au What did she do? What did she do is created by myself, Samsara, and drops every Sunday. Also, if you like a bit of audio fiction in your podcast mix, you can check out my other podcast, Samsara's Dramas, which is scripts straight from my pen to your ears via an amazing ensemble of actors. Let's catch up again next week. What did she do?